Hey everybody, welcome to Parks and Rec episode number 25. I'm Chris. And I'm Yanni. And if this is your first time here, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Hello! Or should I say, hello? You could say hello because we're talking about the missing piece of Minions Land at Universal Studios Orlando. Because the other day we actually got to go and experience Illumination's VillainCon Minion Blast, which is... The full name of the brand new attraction opening up at Universal Studios Orlando Resort. Uh, but for brevity's sake, we will just probably be referring to it as Minion Blast. Because we can't call it Minions, because we've already called the other one Minions. Yeah, everything else is called Minions there, too. Like, hey, do you want to eat at Minions? Do you want to go ride the Minions ride? Oh, which one? The, the, the one, you know, with... With the, with the minions? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we finally got to experience this the other day. It's been in soft opening for a while. Um, and it's just, still technically in soft opening. It's still technically is, but right now it's actually in pass holder previews. So, when we were there the other day, that's actually why they had the signs up that said, oh, hey, Minion Blast will be opening later on because it's only in pass holder previews right now. Really? Yes. Interesting. We we just walked on. Yeah, we just walked on. Yeah. So I think they might have just been letting people in, but hmm. regardless, uh, we also went on the day that they just brought in the connective um, tissue between the actual game and the Universal Parks app. So that could be why we were having some issues. We'll talk about that later. Hmm. But uh, why don't you set us up with what Minion Blast is? Uh, okay, okay. So... Do you want me to read something? Or you do don't you want have me to read like, something. But do you want me to describe? There's, there's really nothing to read if you just want to. I mean, if you want to read something, I guess it would be that blurb. Oh, there. Yeah, or no. you can just talk about it because oh, yeah. you went on it. You know what it is. <laughs> Did I? It's kind of a blur. Um, so the tagline for this ride it's it's so much fun. It's a crime. So I haven't seen this movie. I don't think you have either. No, I have not. Um, but there is such thing as a villain con in yes. the Minions universe where all the big villains are all going to do convention-y things. Keynote speakers. Shopping. Getting autographs. Yeah. You know, conventions. Um, and we're part of it, and we're trying to be one of the... Vicious big... Six. Yes. And to prove that we can do... We can be a Vicious Six member. We're basically blasting our way through the ride. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that kind of covers it. You're, you're standing. Because you're not sitting in this ride. No, you're on basically a moving walkway. Um, after you get your blaster, you're assigned a dot on a moving walkway. You stand on that dot. And you basically go through different scenes um it's all screen based so there's screens on almost like every side of you as you're going through the attraction and like you can't really walk around because you're stuck on your dot like there's nothing tethering you there but you know there's other people around you so just stay on your dot but you can kind of like twist and turn and shoot at the screen that's in front of you maybe the one that's off to your side there's like smaller screens that pop up some places too that have other things that you could shoot at it's a very frantic but fun experience and i i really enjoyed this i think you hit it on 
you hit it on the head where you said it was frantic because it definitely feels like a lot in a very short amount of time. It wasn't a short ride by any means. No, I honestly, I feel like it was a good length. But let's let's reel it back in a little bit and talk about kind of like the full experience because uh, this is something that's not even officially opened yet. Like we said, it's soft open, pass holder previews. Uh, this is officially opening August 11th, so a couple days after this episode will be posted. Uh, this will be open for everybody. It kind of already is. Um, but this is in the old Shrek 4D building. So if you know where that is when you first walk into Universal Studios on the right-hand side of Production Production Central, across from where Rip Ride Rocket is, uh, Shrek's not there anymore. So if you missed it, well, he's gone. But, you know, minions are there now. Uh, what do you think about the queue? Uh, outside queue, pretty standard. Yeah. Kind of hot, but I like the fans. Yeah, they have fans. They did do a re-theme of everything, but it still just looks like the Shrek queue, except everything's kind of more purple and, like, orange and, like, pink colors, I want to say it was. Uh, with VillainCon banners hanging, because you are going to VillainCon, which is being held in Orlando, Florida, so... There's a lot of, like, posters for different things that you can see or experience at VillainCon hanging up, which I really kind of like the fun theming of it. Um, and then you're watching, like, villain news uh, on the overhead TVs that are, like, news reports and, like, they're giving you teasers and commercials for, like, villain TV shows that are going to be airing later on in the day. Plus, they have, like, a little history of villain con which i thought it was really fun it was really cute it, it was cute on the outside but on the inside the, the inside once you get through the outdoor queue when you step into the building you're officially in villain con now and when we walked in there as someone that's not a big despicable me or minions fan walking in i was like okay this is dope like this is great theming it definitely felt like you're in a convention space you have a little cute little map. You can meet all your favorite little villains if you'd like. My personal favorite is Scarlet Overkill. Because I, I, I like her. I like her style. There you go. Uh, but you're basically like the rest of the queue indoors is villain con. So you see different booths. And there's like, like you said, the, the map hanging on the wall. There's itineraries posted. There's actual um, like television screens. So... You're not just looking at static set pieces. There is some movement. And I think my favorite of the booths was the uh, diabolic like so fashion peak? booth. Yeah, where it's like fashion for supervillains. And there's people with like portal capes. If you're a fan of the, the video game Portal, you kind of know what I'm talking about. Uh, just really over-the-top couture, but it's couture, but make it villain. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, but literally, like, as soon as you get into the building, it's maybe only like five more minutes of waiting, and then you get your blaster. And then at that point, now that they have the functionality where you can sync it to your profile on the Universal app, the rest of the line is you syncing up to your syncing up, and like it's only five more minutes from that point before they're like, okay. You're on this dot, you're on this dot, have fun. So we, I kind of want to talk about the app, because as they say, connected gameplay is a part of it. Um, 
again, we were there the first day that they were doing the connected gameplay. We had some issues with it. I was able to sync my Universal app to the gun, but nothing I did in the game was reflected on my app because as you play through the actual attraction, you will unlock different perks or like trophies on your profile, which I think is kind of fun and reason to keep going back um, right from the echo even if you've never played it before like you're brand new after you make your profile you have some kind of standards that you can set your gun to uh, Yanni's opening up the app before I can because you can set a different basic attack for your blaster and then you can also set your special ultimate attack I think there's four different basic attacks you have, and then there's maybe like two or three ultimate attacks. Yep, so one of your um, attacks is going to be your standard launcher. Uh, this one has unlimited ammo. You can do pretty much keep clicking on this throughout the whole game. You'll be fine. And then you have something called like elemental blast or ultimate blasters. Ultimate blasters are gonna be very uh limited ammo i think you had like i looked down i had like seven left at one point i want to say probably around there i i don't know what you start at because it's one of those things i was holding back on hitting that button except for when i would see one of the vicious six pop up because then i was like okay i'm gonna use this on them because i feel like that's gonna get me the most points if i'm the one that gets like the you know quote unquote kill shot on them so that's when i was like all right, now I'm going to use this. Uh, and there are a couple ones. Oh, no. The Ultimate Blaster, you only you start off with the Uni Blaster. So you get Supercharged Elemental. That's going to be like your one-time blast. Uh, but there's a different one because I had one that was shooting like a giant... So your elemental blasts, there's force blast, fireball, freeze ray, and lightning bolt. I selected lightning bolt for mine because I, the gamer is like, okay, I'm shooting electricity. Maybe it can arc from target to target, and I can do more damage that way. Um, I did see that some of the missions that you can unlock, one of them is also like electrocute 20 minions or something. So the type of weapon that you're using will let you do different stuff in the games. But what's the secondary one? Because I was shooting out a pinball that would ricochet around. So that's going to be... Okay, a standard your, launcher. Your special projectile. So you can either do banana bomb, fart bomb, or the pinballer. Which is the one that I picked because as you're playing the game and you're shooting at all the different targets and everything popping up, you do have a... Uh, like a little target that will pop up on the screen to let you know what you're currently aiming at. But I did notice after I would pull my launcher, I would see my pinball shoot out. And then I would see other people's like bananas flying around mm -hmm. the screen. So like I knew what other people were shooting at and I knew where I was shooting. Um, that, I think that's one of my biggest complaints. It's just because there's so many people in the same area. It's kind of hard to pinpoint your own little and maybe that's because like i'm not a gamer so i, I was so i didn't want to like not trying to dunk on you but do you think some of that is because like you don't play games because mm -hmm. when you first 
get onto the moving walkway and there's a screen that's set up that kind of is there to give you that like oh this is what i'm doing which i don't think any of that scored but i think that first screen is there just to get you used to okay this is what this button does this is what this button does oh that's what my target looks like now i know what to be looking at to shoot for stuff yeah a lot of it is like a learning curve i i don't play games just in regular life so this is kind of like it's easier than Toy Story Mania, in a way. Okay. Because it's not as, like, physically tasking as, like, I don't know. Like, my hand was getting sore, like, right after, like, the first couple screens. I was like, this trigger is, like, hard to pull. (laughs) Like, I kind of wish it was, like, okay, I hold the trigger in, it keeps shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, Since it's unlimited ammo, it doesn't feel like there's a reason for it to not have like auto fire if you're holding it down because mm-hmm. it's it's strenuous like it's hard to keep <laughs> pulling that trigger but see i feel like i'm a weakling and i held on pretty good okay so i mean i i still did well i can't tell you what my points were at the end you were in the five well i don't know it was, it was like, it five million i don't know no it wasn't five million i don't know if it was like 53,000 or 530,000. Again, I can't tell you because even though we synced everything up to our blasters from the app and the blaster knew what we were playing because we had the different attacks and modes on our guns, it didn't actually track any of our progress. So we didn't get any points. We didn't unlock any of the trophies. We didn't get any of the loots. We didn't finish any of the missions. Even though... um, we were set up for success with everything that we jumped into. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the team members that's actually working at the attraction, and she like she was there, so we said hi, and she was like, all right, what you're going to want to do, get get the app. Oh, you got the app? All right, well, log in, make a profile, set up all of your stuff, good to go, which I definitely appreciated because we used that time in line to set up our profiles, which... When we were there, I noticed there were a lot of people that weren't doing that because they were just, like, hanging out, like, playing other games on their phones, scrolling social media. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm going to school all you fools. Like, (laughs) I'm coming out with lightning bolts. Like, be ready. Um, I think being outside was a really good time to become, like, acquainted with all the collectibles that you can get throughout the game. Yeah, because they're... There's collectibles in-game, and it's stuff that will pop up on the screen for you to shoot. But what I think is most interesting is there's what they refer to as outside loot, which is actual physical props that are outside in Minions Land that if you have your Vicious Six app open, like you can scan in. For example, there is the Minion Cupcake, which is located outside inside Big My Day. Which we never went back to to get any of these after we ate. But the reward is 25,000 points. So definitely worth looking if you want to get your score up. Yeah, I think next time we go, we'll probably wind up going on this again. Spoilers for like when we do our wrap-up. But I definitely want to hit all of these outside loot points so we can get those points so we can unlock you know 
better shooting modes, better weapons, better like alternates. Because again, this this was a lot of fun, and it went by really fast. I can't tell you how long we actually took on the attraction because it's not a ride. Like you're standing on a walkway. Mm -hmm. It's basically like being on an escalator that's just moving horizontally. But it felt like it was a good length. Like, it's not something that we got off of. Like, when we did our review of Tron, like, once Tron was over, I was like, okay, that that was it. I feel like after I got off of Minion Bus, I was like, wow, I had fun with this. I didn't think about the length of it, but now that I'm looking back on it, I, th- I think it was a pretty standard or standard to long length of experience. It definitely had a similar runtime as Men in Black, I feel okay. like it had has a similar runtime. I feel like Toy Story Mania also has like a really good runtime. Like oh, you, yeah, Toy Story's fun. Like stuff like that. Um, but just to note, you are gonna be standing for at least five minutes. Uh, yeah, I'd say five minutes is probably good. Which you know, five minutes might not sound like. A lot of time, but they pack a lot of entertainment into mm-hmm. that five minutes. Um, each green, at least to a, a point, has one of the main villains from Despicable Me mm-hmm. that you can kind of have like their own little unique little spin on it. Again, I love Scarlet Overkill, so just seeing her was like super fun. Uh, she was there with Herb, which oh, see, super- I. I can't tell you. I don't. Maybe I didn't even see her, but I don't know. You did, because I was like, Scarlet! <laughs> um, but Bell Bottom is there as well. Um, Vector. Uh, Vector's there. Vector is the only one that I actually like, recognize and be like, oh, Vector, because like he's in the first Despicable Me movie. So like that's kind of like the one that I've latched onto. Um, Brat's there too. He comes out in like a mech. He's in, I think, the Minions movie. Because I, I know I've seen him in something. Or maybe that was Despicable Me too. It's, yeah. I need to go back and rewatch all of them because I know I've seen multiples. I just can't tell you which ones. But overall, it's someone who's not a gamer. I'm not. I don't have a very competitive streak in me. I don't. Like, I'm, just, I'm here for a good time, you know? And I still did really well considering like like you had you had the fives i had i had three nine (laughs) like that's i think that's like as good as i've ever done in any of these games and i i wasn't trying super duper hard (laughs) so you know it's definitely it's a fun game if you are competitive i feel like you'd have a blast Ah! (laughs) Uh, I I really enjoyed this. I think this is a great addition. Um, we talked about my history with the Minions when we did our review of the Minions Cafe. And maybe just being down here has kind of softened it because I used to hate the Minions. And now I'm just like, yeah, they're fine. Like, they're cute. I get it. Still don't love them, but I do think I really enjoy Minion Land. I think it's fantastic. Like, the detail, the theming. Um I haven't been on the Minion Mayhem ride in a while. I think that's next on the list of things that we should probably do just to like experience and be like, okay, here we are. I mean, but I mean, do we have to? <laughs> I, I would like to, and I think now that there's more stuff open in studios, 
I don't think they'll wait as long as it has been in a while. Because that used to be like the Peter Pan of that park where mm-hmm. it didn't matter what time of the day you walked in, but it was going to be at least an hour, most likely longer. And I feel like that's kind of leveled out a little bit. Um, but Minions Land's a win. And something I did want to bring back up again, uh, we talked about it a couple seconds ago, uh, Minions Cafe, we actually went back. We so, did. We did. Uh, if you want, you can hear our review of the Minions Cafe in episode number 23. Uh, but we went back after we went on Minion Blast to eat. We got different items, uh, but much better experience this time than the first time that we went. Um, I think Minions Cafe may become like my favorite place to eat at Universal. Yeah, it's... The food is fantastic. Uh, I'm flipping through my notes just to pull up some information. So what did you get this time? Uh, I believe I got Carl's Cauliflower, I believe it's called. It's the it's a vegetarian dish. Again, um, full disclosure, I am a meat eater. So I don't typically go for the vegetarian dish. Um, this one is just... Um, cauliflower florets deep fried I'm gonna say yeah I would say it's probably with coconut blue rice which fun Thai cucumbers and endame with Thai chili sauce and it was so good oh there it is Carl's crispy cauliflower which is crispy cauliflower florets with sweet and spicy chili sauce, coconut blue rice, thai cucumbers, and anami. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, it was so good, and it was it tasted healthy. It did, <laughs> which was not a turnoff because that Thai sauce was amazing. Like the chili sauce was. Mm. It, it was really good. I think one of the things I said, I think, is when we were driving back from Universal after we left. I'm glad that they have so many offerings at the Minions Cafe, and I hope that at no point do they ever kind of like streamline or start cutting stuff off of this menu because there's such a wealth of offerings that they have. And I think they need stuff like this that's, you know, like vegetarian and like vegan friendly because that's what that VG means. Um, They need things like this, but then also... Everything here was delicious and also super light. Mm-hmm. I always go the opposite way because uh, this time I had Uncle Drew's belly fill and pork sandwich, which was slow roasted porchetta, chimichurri sauce, mustard aioli, apple butter, bacon jam, arugula, a Hawaiian pretzel bun with green banana chips. And I think I might have like tapped on something as I was scrolling because I actually got the minion tots as my side, which. No complaints. Uh, minion tots are great. But I kind of would have liked the, uh, the banana chips with this because the sandwich was really good. Uh, my only complaint about it is it was probably one of the greasiest sandwiches I ever had because the grease from that porchetta like soaked through the bottom of the pretzel bun that, and it left just like a grease puddle on the bottom. No complaints. But I think the only thing I've ever eaten at a theme park that's been greasier was like the the pork loin from Gaston's Tavern at Magic Kingdom, which 
by the time I finished that, I was like, I need more napkins as I'm just like sopping grease <laughs> off of my face. Um, but it was really good, like awesomely flavorful. Even though it's super greasy, I have no complaints about it because it was super good. Yeah, no, I had a bite. It was super flavorful. Um, the tots are a winner. The tots are a winner. Uh, I tried to be smart because we were also getting dessert, and I was about to order the dessert, but then I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to be slick about this. And instead of ordering a dessert, I ordered the Gru's pressed, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwich because i'm like okay that'll be sweet and it actually came with a side of the minion tots so i was like hey i get dessert and tots for less than the price of one of the desserts uh you know it turns out i got the tots as my side anyway so it's fine but even like the the pressed grilled cheese or not grilled cheese excuse me pressed peanut butter and jelly sandwich was really good it wasn't just like they took an uncrustable and threw it on a plate it was like a homemade pressed grilled cheese sandwich that had like a minion pressed onto it it was super cute it was super cute but also like i took a bite out of it and i was like oh my gosh like this is fantastic and then i had you take a bite and while you were like chewing i was like it's like an uncrustable but better like it tasted real <laughs> it tastes like a homemade good old peanut butter jelly sandwich and no complaints it's Probably for your picky eaters, you know. It's, I think it's safe. Yeah, like the minion tots with like a PB and J, like and a mini wrong. banana. Oh, and it came with a mini banana, which I saw that on the menu when I ordered it, and I thought it was going to be kind of like plantain sized. No, like a mini banana is like the size of your thumb, dear listener. Like it's super tiny, but it's a it, dollar ninety nine. Yeah, if you just want to order the mini banana on its own, it's a dollar ninety nine. Do don't, not. <laughs> don't order the mini banana. You're better off leaving Universal, driving down Kirkman to the Publix that's at the corner of Kirkman and uh, Cypress. Oh, Cypress Hill? Cypress Road? I, I used to live there. I don't remember the name of it. And just buying, like, a bunch of bananas for the same price. What's the place that you can get pizza in Universal? Louis. Louis. Louis has a stand with fruit. <laughs> Just get a regular banana at that point. Uh, but you know what? I have no complaints about the sandwich because, again, it was like eight ninety nine, and it came with the full side of Minion Toss, and it was a good sandwich. Because uh, that was my dessert, which wasn't a dessert. But what did you get? I had... Sorry, I'm scrolling <laughs> through and I lost it. There it is. The Bob's Teddy Bear Chocolate Cream Puff. This was adorable. It was so cute. Um, it's it's a cream puff, and it's filled with a chocolate ganache. It's it's good. Uh, super cute. I I still think my Otto's Pet Rock is better. Yeah, which we had first visit, which is the peanut butter mousse with strawberry jelly, crushed peanuts, banana cake dipped in a chocolate shell. Oh, it was so good. I think. If you're going to get one dessert, because at this point we've had three out of the four. Uh, the fourth being the fluffy unicorn cupcake. Which, which is... was what I was going to order until I was like, oh, let me actually just spend like the extra $3 and get a side of Minion Tots. Uh, which is a confetti cupcake, vanilla and bubble gum icing topped with a chocolate unicorn horn. It's super cute. Yeah. Like most things in this menu. They're just, they're just cute. I don't know. It's Minions, man. 
Um, but overall, just a cupcake, I, I want to say. We don't know. We don't know, but if you're going to get a dessert, I, I think it's a safe bet to get uh, Otto's Pet Rock. It's... But I think we had, a, again, a much better experience this time. It seems like they worked out all of the kinks from when we went that first visit, which, again, they had just opened. Things were definitely in the works still. Do you want to adjust any of your scores? Because just to remind you, uh, for drinks, we both put it at a six. I think that is fair. This time we didn't get the specialty drinks. We both just got, like, the canned beers that they had. Yeah, um... I think if you are a beer drinker, um, maybe get the beer. Just because, like, the drinks were, they were super cute. The cup's, like, Binion. But it has so much frosting. A lot of frosting. And this time, I mean, we got the specialty drinks the first time because it was something new, something different, something exciting. This time, I just went with the Lagunitas, uh, uh, little hazy IPA, which I wanted something hoppy just to kind of cut through all of the sweet that I knew I was going to be having, but then also just to kind of cut through that heaviness of the pork, and I think that was a great choice. You had the Wells banana bread. Which is delicious. Uh, Food, I gave it an 8. You gave it a 9. I'm going to stick with my ranking. I'm sticking with mine. Like, it's all still really good. Theme, we both gave it a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. I hold true. Uh, I actually walked through the break room for the first time, and I was like, I thought it was super cute, uh, walking through like all the little details. Amazing. I love it. 10 out of 10. This is where Minions Cafe suffered, because for atmosphere, I gave it a 4, you gave it a 3, because it was cacophonous the first time we were in there. Um, everything kind of went wrong. This time, like, we... When we walked up to Minions Cafe, we were maybe like the second or third group to be seated. We waited maybe five minutes. We sat down. We ordered our food. It came out shortly after. Everything was delivered. There was no delay for anything. Like, it all came at the same time. We ate. The hardest part was finding someone to ask for ketchup because I didn't want to harass anybody that looked like they were actively working on something. So I just had to wait till I saw someone walking by that didn't have, like, a tray or like a uh, like a like bucket to bust stuff with. Shout out to Brant for getting us that ketchup. Hey, because you can't tossing me ketchup. Um, for atmosphere, I gave it a four. You gave it a three. Do you want to adjust? I do. I'm gonna give it an eight. An eight. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm thinking seven. Again, it wasn't as loud or crazy as the first time. Things definitely much smoother. Still busy, but not horrendous. I think it's a better atmosphere than like Leaky Cauldron, which I think is one of my other favorite places to eat because that's usually kind of chaotic. As I saw the Leaky Cauldron line the last time that we went there, uh, I I think Minions Cafe went a little bit higher. Do you feel any changes in the value? Because I put it at a six, you put it at a seven, and it's theme park food so it's a little bit pricey but you know a dollar 99 for a mini banana yeah i'm gonna stick with my my seven other than the banana i feel like everything is 
pretty fair price. My cauliflower was fifteen ninety nine, but I was not full by the end of it, but I was satisfied. And I feel like that was a good amount. Again, I had rice, I had cauliflower. It, it all tasted healthy, even and though it's, it's not. <laughs> uh, but with those additions, that actually puts Minions Cafe at a 77 now over the original 69A, which actually just puts it right behind Homecoming, which is at an 80. Really? I mean, two very different types of restaurants, but Minions Cafe, I think, is fantastic. Like, I, like you could tell me tomorrow, like, hey, do you want to go to Minions Cafe? And I would be like, yeah, there's other stuff I want. Like, I've already locked down what I want to eat next time, which is Mel's Meatball Mountain. It's a wood oven baked stuffed pizza with meatballs, basil, mozzarella, and marinara. Hell yeah. I'm actually going to have a hard time trying to pick something new because I if both things that I had on the menu were delicious. Yeah, even like the steak and cheese rice sandwich I had the first time. I knew I wanted something different this time, but when I was thinking, I was like, yeah, that's a great sandwich. Uh, I, I think Minions Cafe is ultimately a win. And for like a super hot day in summer, right before back to school, it wasn't super, super busy. And I, I think it's just going to get better from here on out. Yeah, I think Minions Cafe was one of the winners of the day. Um. Minions Blast was also a winner. Uh, Boasted 45-minute wait. Maybe we waited 25 minutes, if at that. The line outside wasn't that bad. Like, I feel like there's probably an extended queue for it that wasn't even open for it. Yeah, it was. Which, in previews, is kind of surprising. Um, Check out Minions Blast. It's Check out Minions Land. I think everything there, like Minions Blast, Minions Cafe... Pop Banana, the popcorn stand, uh, Freeze Ray Pops. I think everything in this land's bake really well day. done. Bake My Day, get the macaroons. Oh, we gotta, well, we got to go back to Bake My Day to unlock the points from the, the cupcake. It's 25,000 points. 